Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, Lauren. How's it going? It's pretty good, pretty good. Uh, we're going to change some stuff up tonight. I'm excited. Uh, and um, try some beer food pairings, but not in the beer food pairing that we normally talk about. Right. Like, I'm going <laughs> to eat this beer, drink this beer with this smoked meat. We're going to drink beers that are supposed to taste like a food. Yes. Which is something that we've sort of touched on before because we definitely have had beers that like tasted like mm-hmm. Oreo cookies. Candy things. Recently. Yeah. True, um, true. I almost grabbed that bottle. Oh, We're not yeah. going to do that tonight, but I almost grabbed that yeah, bottle. Yeah, that yes. would have been another edition. But that's one we've had recently. These are all beers that. I actually have not had, so. Yeah, me neither. I don't think that I've had anything that we're yeah. trying. Cool. So that should be good. I'm excited. So yeah. so that's where we're starting. So we're going to drink three beers from three different brewers, breweries. And we're going to start with one from Revolution, a collaboration with Garrett Popcorn. That is a caramel, crisp caramel popcorn ale. Sounds question marky, yeah. but I'm open-minded. <laughs> I'm not a big caramel corn fan. Yeah, um, yeah, I um, you know, I never was, and I feel like it's grown on me in okay. recent years. Well, maybe I'll feel that way. So we'll see. And we're also gonna eat some Garrett's caramel popcorn with that is pretty our sweet. beer. Yeah. So, so I will say. Oh, I have a small story about caramel corn. When Ooh. I was pregnant, it's all, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's kid-related even. Ooh. When I was pregnant, um, I went to one of those pumpkin patches and yes. bought my husband a bag of caramel corn because it's his jam. Oh, he wasn't it? with us for okay. the visit. It was like randomly. And um, I bought him this bag of caramel corn and I brought it home and I put it in the pantry mm-hmm. and... I realized that I was I had an aversion to the smell oh, while when pregnant. You were pregnant. Oh. Yes. And I would I opened the pantry door after having put it in there for some time and the wave of smell washed over me and I had to immediately run to the bathroom oh, to no. be sick. So after that I had to make my husband keep the bag of caramel corn in his car and snack on it while at work. So that it wouldn't make you sick. Because it was too much for me to handle. Wow. Now I will say I was always pretty sick while I was mm. pregnant. So this isn't like completely unheard of or a really random thing. Sure. It's just one of the things that made you ill. Yeah. That's super interesting. I feel like I often don't even notice the smell of caramel corn until I get like close to it. Yeah. Well, and I we're sitting here with a bowl of it. I don't really smell it right now. Yeah. 
I don't know <laughs> if it was just like because it was like warm sure, sure, when sure. I picked it up and so yeah. it kind of like baked in the bag a little yeah, and then was little... in my little pantry. My pantry's really small. Right. And if the door's closed, the scent's going to stay in it's until you kinda, open it and yeah. it tries to escape. But and it just, like I said, it just washed over me and I was just like, no, Ooh. this isn't going to work. All right. Well, luckily you're not pregnant. So. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> For so many reasons. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, but. All right. We'll, Celebrate that, we'll, shall we? Uh, give it caramel crisp popcorn ale a shot. Yeah, let's have a drink of it, and then we'll eat a bite it of this popcorn. It smells kind of like an amber ale almost. Yeah, it doesn't really smell like caramel corn. Mm-mm. It just smells like an amber ale. It doesn't smell like caramel corn. It also doesn't taste like caramel corn. It tastes a little popcorny. The yeah, aftertaste maybe. is popcorny to me. My um, brain is like, is this what caramel corn tastes like? Because this is okay. <laughs> it's not. I'm going to try a bite. Yeah, let's eat a bite of caramel corn. It's not at all what that tastes like. Oh, I guess I sort of like caramel corn, though. <laughs> I don't See? know if I've ever had caramel corn. <laughs> it's not so bad, right? No, really, it's not. Yeah. So- I am somebody who's very close-minded about the sweet-savory mixture. Oh, I don't like them together. Yeah, but I, <laughs> in my head... Mm Because I have a really hard time mentally getting over things. Fair, fair. Yeah. Um, Emotionally and physically and in every way. All the the things. things. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) So in my head, I was like, I can't, there's no way I'll like that because it's popcorn, Mm -hmm. which is salty. Right. But it's got caramel on it. Which is sweet. Which is sweet. Yeah. But this is, I like, uh, I like this. That's alarming. See? So I did I get something. You. Okay. <laughs> so far we've gained. <laughs> That's good. Progress That's has been made. I also didn't used to like caramel corn. And then in the last few years, I feel like it's grown on me. Okay. And But I still can't eat the Garrett's Chicago mix together. I cannot eat a piece of, che- of cheese popcorn and a piece of caramel corn at the same time. Like in your mouth at the Correct. same time? I can't okay. do it. Like no, I, just I can't. could never do that. That mix, <laughs> and lots of people just grab it by the handful and it's a specialty. And like, But that's you're the, like picking out specific literally, ones. Literally, yes. I will eat all of one and then I will eat all of the other. Yeah. But I can't eat them together. But back to this. I think that this beer with the caramel corn is a really good combination. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that the beer is sweet like caramel corn. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know if you didn't tell me if I would be like, this beer tastes like caramel corn. I don't think that I could make that I don't that think I would have guessed. I would have guessed it was an ale of some sort and had, I definitely don't think I would have guessed. I mean, it has a hint of like a molasses caramel, but not in the way that I would expect it to be sweet. So when I saw caramel crisp, right. when I think of like a caramely pastry like you know type of cookie whatever i kind of thought of that more so and thought sure. it would be a sweeter yeah beer yeah and it's i get that not yeah. sweet it's not not it's just it's more mellow and i definitely don't get that sugary taste right to it which is mm-hmm. i guess what i expected because i'm like oh caramel corn i know what that tastes like you know mm-hmm it's not a bad beer. I actually like the combination of the two together. I but, do too. Yeah. And I like the beer more than I thought I did. Because Same. even yeah. in the general sense, I'm not gen- always a huge fan of caramel flavoring in some mm-hmm. beers. Yeah. I do think sometimes a stout can be balanced out nicely with sweet flavors and caramel is one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But in this case, I was sort of like, I don't know where I'm going to land on this. Yeah. I'm kind of like that it's not a stout, though, because they could oh, yeah. have easily done a stout caramel. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like this is a lighter, nicer kind of beer that I could actually drink more of. And it's a good mix. I think it's just not as sweet as I expected knowing what caramel corn yes, tastes like. Absolutely. So that's yes. my only... It's not a negative to the taste. It's just a didn't match with my expectation. Right. Absolutely. That's exactly what I would say. I think I actually I like the, the beer way. more that it's not super sweet, frankly. Yeah. Uh, definitely. So I think I do too. And I know that we do like our sweet beers, but sure. this is this is very good. This is actually this is a really good beer. I actually really like this. And enjoyable, yeah. And I think I like it more than I expected it mm-hmm. to because it's not as sweet as I expected. So I don't think it tastes exactly like caramel corn but i think it's a nice pairing with said caramel corn yeah (laughs) so that's where i'm gonna that's where i'm gonna put this i think that's reasonable so we have more beers uh today to try than we normally do Mm -hmm. but i think what we should do is let's talk a little bit about our topic some here and then halfway through maybe we'll try another beer Mm -hmm. i don't want to stack the beers on top of each other too much we should spread them out a little bit because the flavors that we're going to try are going to be pretty diverse all over the place we're yeah yeah, we're but we're all with snacks we got snacky we've got (laughs) snacks this is one of those times where our episode gets to feed us a little bit sometimes we come hungry and now we get to kind of balance out that hunger with like a little it. bit of snacks. Like exactly. Okay. So on that line, snack yeah, speaking type of snack theme. foods, we decided we wanted to talk about the foods that we're the best at or that we like making the most or whatever you, you know, whatever you came up with. That was sort of the route I went. I went with yeah. stuff that I feel like I make really well or that I enjoy making. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm not the best at making it, but mm-hmm. I enjoy making it. That's and fair. I'm learning yeah. Some of these are definitely learning curve items that I could definitely, uh, uh, you know, make some progress on and hopefully improve. Mm-hmm. But most of them are things that I feel really good about, that they're things I would feed to somebody, Fair. a guest, if you will. That's 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 good. I Yeah, I have I have some ideas, too. I also have a couple of things that I want to get to learn how to cook too oh so, i like that that's interesting end with some of yeah those i ideas, have some I, I have some thoughts on that because <laughs> that was actually something i decided to do early in the bad place was mm-hmm. when we were kind of trapped at home i started to look up really difficult recipes Ooh, okay. and challenge myself to like like make it. them and none of them have i made a second time <laughs> um but all of them were things i would pretty much be interested in trying again and i'll list those when okay. we get to that because right, I, like I have some good ones on that sounds list. fantastic so i start out with something that's um it's kind of a mainstay for most people but i like to put a little twist on it i make these buffalo chicken tacos and the thing that separates them from like classic buffalo chicken dip, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed yours the other day, and it was wonderful. Um, I was just thinking I could make that into a taco. I have you some can leftover. make it into a taco, and here is how I do All it. All right. So I won't give you guys the recipe for every little thing that sure, I make, sure, sure. but because yeah. this is something someone might actually want to make, mm-hmm. and I'm happy to share my recipe, um, you basically take taco shells. And you cut them with like a biscuit cutter so they're little. And then you dip them in like your hot sauce, just like the hot sauce part of the, uh, and butter, a little bit of butter. And then you put them up on an upside down muffin tray so they Mm. make like the shell shape. And then like you 
cook those in the oven till they're a little crispy. Mm. And then you basically just add your buffalo chicken dip recipe into the shell, put a little mozzarella on top, and brown it in the oven. Mm. They're like little buffalo chicken cups. Yes. Like. You could do a cup, too. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. I have learned that my biggest flaw when I make them is that I overfill them. Yeah, it's really easy <laughs> to do with those types Well, because of my eyes are bigger than my stomach yeah. even while I'm cooking. Fair. So, like, I'm like, oh, a couple <laughs> spoonfuls is perfect. <laughs> and it's, like, filled to the top, of course. Uh, you also don't have to cook the dip before you put it mm. in. So it kind of just bakes... In the time it's in the oven, which is kind of nice, but it does mean that all of your ingredients have to be mixable. And sometimes if you use cream cheese, which a lot of people do, uh, you got to get that stuff down to mixable ability, Mm -hmm. which is something I struggle with because I never have the patience or the planning <laughs> to let to stuff out to throw soften. that out on the counter for a little while yeah. before I actually use it. <laughs> That's fair. Hmm. This sounds intriguing. I do love me some buffalo chicken of really any sort. Yeah, I pretty much I've made it a couple different ways just sort of for fun. I used to make dip all the time mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, maybe I'll try something else, but use the same kind of formula. Mm-hmm. And I made like I made buffalo chicken wontons one time, which is just Ooh, like wonton yeah. wrappers. Mm-hmm. Same idea where it was like a little cup. I love things that you can use in multiple different like mediums. So yeah. like, you know, I've made like a uh, spinach artichoke dip, which you can do as a dip or you can do in little um, phyllo cups or oh, yeah, you can yeah. do uh, you can even mix that with like chicken and like put over pasta and like make some a vegetable type dish but i like things like that that you can be like i've got a little leftover what can i do with this yeah my husband likes to take leftover buffalo chicken dip and make like wraps out of it Mm -hmm. so i'm not a big like lettuce wrap person but he'll Mm. do something like that sometimes or just put it in a tortilla yeah and just eat it basically like a taco which is effectively the which same. is yeah you could put anything in like a tortilla and call it whatever you want right but like almost right. anything can i use go the word taco as yeah. a visual aid to what yeah, yeah, yeah you can make anything into yes. a wrap like <laughs> exactly practically anything which we do do often yeah yeah things in this it house. makes for a really easy dinner not a healthy dinner but a very easy yeah, dinner yeah. if you uh, have leftover to like it you know like chicken it. dip so yeah we uh we do a lot of, um, we're, 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 we're bad. We make the kids meals a lot and then like, don't want what we're cooking for them. And then we'll <laughs> make ourselves something else later. <laughs> I do that. I did that yesterday. Actually, I made my kids a frozen pizza and I made some soup for mm-hmm. myself, like a chicken, creamy chicken rice soup. Mm-hmm. And it was really simple and I didn't have a lot of like veggies to put in it. So it was pretty sure. But it tasted really good because I put a bunch of seasoning in it. Nice. Um, but they never would have eaten it. It wasn't yeah. their jam. But they were very happy to have the frozen pizza. Our kids, yeah, they'll yeah, always eat that. Yeah, they chowed so, on totally that. Totally cool. All right. Okay, so. So what else? What about you? Give me a recipe. Um, You know, I make... So my husband does most of the, like, main course cooking in our house. Uh-huh. Just does. So I do, like... The appetizers, the dips, the accompaniments of everything, (laughs) or the baked goods. The side dishes. So I do the other things, and he does like the main course usually. But one of my favorite 
um, things is this buffalo shrimp okay. recipe, which is not buffalo at all. I'm sorry, barbecue shrimp, which is not barbecue at all. But <laughs> it was a recipe from the Frugal Gourmet, and it has like 17 different spices that you put into mm-hmm. this thing. And it's what you would call, it's like a New Orleans style shrimp. Oh, okay. So it's chopped bacon and like six pounds of butter. I'm exaggerating, Ooh. but it's like a crap it's load a of butter, of butter. <laughs> and bacon and spices and shrimp. And you like put it all together and then you get baguettes so you can dip in the, all the oh, sauce and like yum. eat it as either your meal if you want i mean and we've done that so like uh, yes i have made almost <laughs> anything a meal that yeah. i desire to eat right so i can make an appetizer meal any day of the week so but that is something and i'd have to look up all the like 17 different spices it's a ridiculous amount of spices that <laughs> yeah. goes into this but it's from like a 1970s frugal gourmet recipe wow. like it's ridiculously it's old crazy where you can and find and it is fantastic and Everybody that we've fed it to or given it to has, like, nobody's ever not, like, loved it. Yeah. So that well, is and one I'm of our... A, I didn't used to eat shrimp at all, but mm-hmm. I actually really like shrimp. I yep. used to not, but mm-hmm. now I've had it just enough times mm-hmm. that I'm kind of like, nah, shrimp's, shrimp's good. Yeah. I like shrimp. I get it at hibachi. Ooh, yes. Um, which I enjoy, which is very simple shrimp. I mean, they just oh, grill yeah, they it just really. Grill it. But some still, I love, it. I always get shrimp at hibachi. That, I asked my husband the same question. Like, what are some of the things that he really enjoys making? And we have forced him into it, but he is very good at making hibachi on our Blackstone. Oh, so when we go camping... Cool. Or even just in our garage, like for New Year's, I think he made hibachi, awesome. and like he does a really good job at hibachi. That, I might need an yeah. invite to the next yeah. uh, hibachi yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Because a couple of the kids were like, this is even better than the restaurant. And I was like, honestly, it's pretty good. Like, That's he does cool. a really good job. So That's awesome. Hibachi is one of his his things. One of his that, recipes. And we kind of forced at. him to do it. But now right. he's like, no, I actually kind of liking it. I want to get him well, a hat. I want to get him one of those little. Does hum- he do any tricks? I know. That's what he said. He needs to practice. Yeah. So, if he can yes. break an egg over the side of the spatula, right? I would be really happy yeah, with it. There I'm might gonna, be a tip involved. I like it. I like it. So, yeah. So, but that's something. <laughs> that he is good at and we all enjoy which is that's awesome which is a plus that's the key yes. right yes. trying to find something you can get everybody to eat man yes. i didn't even think about oh, man. that yeah I made this that's list. part of why like eat. some of the things that we make regularly is like everyone will eat this that's good that's, <laughs> that's good my husband i think has better luck with that than mm. i do and i think it's because he makes simpler meals right than i do yeah because he'll make tacos and he'll make like a grilled chicken mm-hmm. and he'll make hamburgers and everybody so loves stuff that the kids will just yeah, easily and they, eat. And yeah. they are very good. Sure. I'm not saying they aren't. They yeah. are very good. But, but if they you're trying are... to go above and beyond with your flavor profiles, the children they're, are they're less likely simple. to yeah, agree. And you run into a situation where the kids are not going to eat it. And I run into that situation yeah. way more often than he does, especially because some years ago I decided that I was cooking for me. Yeah, which is and fair. not somebody not everybody else. else. Because they're either going to eat it or they're not going to eat it. Doesn't matter. And I'm just going to make what sounds good to me. That's fair. And I do that most of the time. We're getting better at we're getting better at making things for everybody. Like my husband made pot roast a couple of times, and I was like, just make it. 
and we're going to try and see if they eat it. Right. And the kids all ate the meat. They didn't like the vegetables in the broth, oh, like, which yeah. I totally get because I don't actually either. Like, okay. I don't like when the potatoes are mushy. I just, oh, just I can't I do it. I grew up in a home like, where my mother was like, this meal is bad if the vegetables didn't just like fall through fall your fork apart. Oh. when you picked them yeah. up. And I just, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Like, I just can't do that. So I was like, you know what? Next time, since the vegetables are all they didn't eat, they ate, ate the meat fine. Like, I will just roast some potatoes in the oven. Oh, and then sure. everything is fine. Yeah. And he was like, oh, this didn't work out. And I'm like, no, no, this was fine. Like, We're we can make minor adjustments. Conquer, but we can this do this. And then that means that we don't have to eat separate meals or eat, like, tacos every day. Because my children will eat tacos every yeah, day if so given the mine. chance. So will so, mine. But also we've branched out. Like, they really like... Um, they like pork tenderloins, mm-hmm. they, which was just fine with me. I'm, I'm good with that. But anyways, what's the next thing that you so like to, to make? S- to stay on the like appetizer <laughs> kind of yes. loop, um, I also really like making a, f- I make a phyllo wrapped mm. baked brie. Yeah, you were supposed so to make I, that for I know. Us. <laughs> I'm sorry. It didn't happen this weekend. That's all right. There was so much food out. I know there was an excessive amount of food. And I was like, I don't yeah. want to bake this and no one eats it because there's yes. too much to eat. Because no, it's something that's right, wonderful. Next time. Next girls night. I'll make it. You're in charge of sure. the brie. I will. In okay. fact, and the funny thing is that I actually watched a video on a recipe where someone made it just like a little bit differently, Ooh. and I really liked their method. Ooh, so okay. I have kind of a new method to try that I think makes it even better. So right. I'm excited like about it. that. But it's pretty straightforward. I don't need to give you the recipe yeah. for baked brie. <laughs> uh, you mentioned pork tenderloin. Mm-hmm. I make a mean pork tenderloin. This is where my sous vide skills kind of ah, come into play yes, yes. because I'll sous vide a pork tenderloin. And, you know, you, they come in, like, a two-pack. Mm-hmm. And we will normally just eat one, the four sure. of us, when I'm yeah. with my family. And But the beauty of sous vide is that I can sous vide both of them and oh, save, then you one can save one and yeah. heat one even in a few days because it's cooked. It's, like, leftovers. Right. So, like, then in a few you days a we window. can pull it out yeah. <laughs> of the fridge and we can put it in the oven and sear it really good. And eat it even in a completely different style in a completely different way. And everybody is yeah. ready to have pork tenderloin again. I, I like, like making chimichurri sauce with it. Well, I love chimichurri sauce. Yeah, yeah. I could eat chimichurri sauce on almost anything. I'll make rice when I make the pork mm-hmm. loin. And Mix put that in. Rice oh, on, yeah. You know, put it you on You can rice. eat chimichurri on almost any savory dish that you make. I'm Absolutely. convinced. I mean, I've, like. <laughs> I've eaten it with chicken and pork oh, and oh, any meat. Like, you literally could mix anything. that in with yes. any meat. Yeah. Like a lamb is another sous vide thing I've kind of mastered more Ooh. recently. Okay, you need to talk to my husband about that because lamb is like oh. my favorite, oh. and he usually just grills it. But now that he has a sous vide, yes, that is he's the perfect. Need to yes, discuss. I will mention it to him. Fantastic. Perhaps on the break, but <laughs> at like some I like point yes. I will talk to him about sous vide mm. like a lamb. I made it for Christmas this year. Okay. It was nah. It was mm. perfection. Fantastic. It turned out wonderfully. I found a really good recipe that I will also share with him because it's not my recipe, it's, sure, but sure. it is yeah. great. I love it. And I Costco it. sells a really good, actually boneless. That's where we always that get. Is, a, that's not where we always. We often get lamb from Costco. Yeah, uh, Costco has pretty good lamb. Yeah. Um, but I've been buying it there and been really happy with how it's nice. turned out. I like um, it. I so, like and I think the great thing about sous vide is that when you get a boneless piece of meat, you sometimes run the risk that you're gonna dry it out you mm, know okay and i haven't had that problem nice. because i sous vide it and then i put it in the oven mm-hmm. 
um, and kind of brown it all really nice with roasted vegetables mm-hmm. usually. Mm-hmm. And I'll make a gravy too when I make it and kind of do all of that. Nice. My roasted potatoes, you mentioned mm-hmm. roasted, my roasted potatoes, which I've made with the lamb, I've also gotten really good at making roasted mm. potatoes. And they seem like such a simple thing. But I if you do depends. the right steps, yeah. my husband it's makes just a perfect. really good roasted potato. Um, you know, we always have some ras- rosemary and things in yeah. there, and they're 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 very tasty. So yeah, we, I got we some compliments at, at Christmas for the roasted potatoes, nice. which is funny because I was so proud of the lamb, the lamb, but most the of the kids like the potatoes. Like, these really saved the day, and, and I was like, kind of like, Thanks. I made this lamb, you guys. Yeah, this other thing cheap. that was more, yeah. No, that's that sounds good. Now I'm getting hungry. I know. Yeah, I was yeah. worried about that. Fortunately, we have snacks. Now's a good time to eat the next. This snack. is a good time to Let's... eat the next snack. All right, we're gonna drink or a beer. Nine o three Brewers. This is actually out of Texas. Okay. And we're going to drink Troop Nine o three. It's a cream ale that, based on the description and the picture, I'm guessing is supposed to taste like Girl Scout cookie Samoas because oh. it's coconut, chocolate, caramel, which the cookies are caramel, coconut, and chocolate. So uh-huh. I'm fairly confident that this is what it's, and it looks. I pictures think of that them. you made a very so. reasonable uh, logic jump <laughs> yeah. there. So, so I think that's probably true. Yes. So so let's pour this and then grab my cookie. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, I was. Oh, does it smell good? It smells like coconut. Oh man. I know you don't love it, but oh, I man. figured it was worth a shot. Yeah, no, that doesn't mean I won't drink it. Yeah. What did we do last time? Did we drink first? Drink first. We did. Taste okay, let's next. do that. So we're gonna give this a shot. It smells like coconut. Yeah. It tastes I mean, like coconut. And I haven't caramel. had a Samoa. Dude, this tastes like a it's got forever it, like, it if, tastes yeah. But it tastes like a cookie. It's gonna it this is gonna it be. It totally tastes like a Samoa. The only thing that it's lacking, I feel like, is it doesn't have a lot of chocolate flavor to it. Compared yeah. to the cookie. It tastes exactly like this cookie. Totally I mean, tastes like pretty it. Much, it. Pretty I much. I mean, this is the closest you're going to get probably in a beer, but this tastes... I'm really impressed. Just like this. Like, very close. I'm going to be honest. I know we haven't had the third beer yet. Um, I did not expect this to be my front runner with, um, with comparison. The, the, right? I'm not sure if the third beer can can do this. I know. We'll this, see. This tastes just like this cookie. <laughs> like, yeah, this and is... honestly, putting them together enhances the flavors i feel like the so cookie like, uh, especially right? since i mean because we took the drink yeah. first and then it, i feel like the cookie is like knocking my socks right? off with, with how flavorful it i is. totally agree this is a th- they did really well on this <laughs> yeah i don't know saying. what else to say about it it is really <laughs> the, impressive this is exactly like what they intended yeah all, all the way Good yeah. job. Yeah. 903. Good job. 903. You know what? I've never had this brewery either. You know what we should yeah. do? We should look. They've got some other beers. I'm going to okay. add this to our list of breweries to highlight. Yeah, totally. Because this is, regardless okay. of whether you like the cookie or not, this is exactly like the cookie. It's mm-hmm. exactly like mm-hmm. they intended it to be. Yeah. Mm. All so, right. Let's Good talk job. a little bit more about food. Yeah. Uh, after that delightful cookie. Mm-hmm. So, I have started, this is sort of on the borderline of whether or not I'm any good at it. I've started making my own bread Ooh. occasionally. Okay. I do it very rarely because the time commitment is extreme. Oh, it's, it's time. Yeah, I saw the ciabatta bread that you posted the recipe of. I'm going to give it a try because okay. it sounded really good and I really like the bread. It's so. a very complicated yes, recipe. I saw. But I will say <laughs> the only thing that's 
just to kind of give a little insight to this recipe, <laughs> the only thing that I found is really um, complicated mm-hmm. is that after you get to the point where you have your starter dough and yes. you mix them and you have the dough and it's it's going to rise for a little like brief periods of time mm-hmm. while you flip it over. Yep. It's making sure that your timing works out because like every 45 minutes for like three hours, you have You've to flip, flip this it. dough over. Yeah. So if and you if get you, interrupted. <laughs> if you miss that, if you're more than a few minutes late, mm. you, it'll rise too much. Mm. And I got really, the one time I made it, I got really, really holy bread, oh, really airy, okay. dry, kind of Tuscan bread mm. rather than what I was hoping for. Okay. And I was kind of disappointed. I turned it into garlic bread and it turned out fine. Which... Yeah, you can yeah, make but most come on, you can make but that anything. wasn't the point. Yeah. yeah, you can make hot dog buns into garlic bread. Like I've I made mean, lots of things into garlic. You bread, certainly so. can. <laughs> um, it's but, a way to save the bread. <laughs> exactly. But um, I think I've made it three times now. I feel like my first time was actually pretty good. Oh. My second attempt was the one where I mm. messed up my time. Yeah. And my third attempt was really good. Okay. But it was also the one where I kind of babysat it the most. Because okay. what I learned was from start to finish, it's almost exactly 24 hours. Mm. And so if you start making it at a time where you know the next day you're going to be around, yeah, you're probably going to work it out. Because okay. you have this 15 to 20 hour period where it's just sitting. Right. It's doing nothing. So, so. if you started at 2 o'clock on Saturday... Mm. Mm-hmm. Then Sunday morning, around, you yeah. start your little flip over process and, right, right, you know, right. and doing all of that and getting the oven ready. The oven needs to preheat for like an hour okay. before you start it yeah. and everything. You kind of run into a situation where then it's ready gotcha. middle of the day. Solid advice. I will yes. take that advice. So I've made a handful of breads, but um, I prefer the easy breads, which are just like mix maybe let rise for a little bit and then put in the oven yeah so i've also read that you can use an instant pot to proof dough and it it uh speeds up that time i've never done that dude i only use my instant pot as a rice cooker like i'm really bad about it i just don't use it for much but i use it for soup sometimes i like it for soup because when it comes and i make stock with it well yeah stock is awesome to make in the instant pot um but I do make soup in there. I made soup in there actually yesterday, mm-hmm. and I like doing that because okay. it kind of it just expedites the process. Well, that's the benefit of this. Yeah, I mean, in general, that's like, why everybody yeah. uses it for everything, <laughs> right? But in this it case, it, it doesn't like wreck everything in the process yes. either. Because like I feel like if you cook meat in the instant mm. pot. You have no control over its level of doneness. At and all. Therefore, you're just you're guessing just once you open it up and be like, all right, what's this look like? Yeah, we yeah. don't do meat in it I at don't all. We've do. used ours as an air fryer for chicken wings, but that's it. There you go. I've done so that So that's too, the extent yes. of it. But anyways, bread. But I yes. probably need to make an Irish soda bread for, for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, sure. I have a really solid recipe for Irish soda oh, bread. Oh, I would love to see yeah, it. Yeah, that yeah. is not something I've it's, made before. Uh, it's from my godmother's mother who... Um, is from Castle Gregory, Ireland. Oh. And it's their family okay. recipe. Okay. So I have it handwritten, and it's actually very good. So cool. I will share. But yes. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so for me, when it comes to food, my last thing that I really work on and that mm. I enjoy making is some Italian dishes. Mm. 
I make a vodka sauce that I'm really happy with. My kids like vodka sauce because it's smooth and simple. Yep. Although they call it orange sauce because Which, it's orange. It's it orange. Is. That's a fair description. So initially, <laughs> I thought that was a bad, a negative review, oh. but really, it didn't impact their opinion of it. It's too literally much just bash. a descriptor. Yeah, they're yeah. Just visually <laughs> describing it as orange, not false. Yeah. Right. Correct. Um. <laughs> I've started making risotto, which in is like the difficult bread of the of the Italian pasta food world. world. Yes, it yes. is forty five yeah. straight minutes of stirring. Yeah, I've never made risotto. I feel like it. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I need a mechanical I, stirring. Yeah, mechanism. one of those little octopus yes, dudes with a yes, battery in it. Yes, yeah, I, need that. I will say that I've made risotto a couple of times, and the risotto has been just all right. Mm. But I've made arancini with. The risotto. So you use the risotto for other things. Yes. yes. So arancini. Arancini is good. If you don't know, and Lauren seems to know, <laughs> but if you don't know, arancini is like these little deep fried rice balls that usually have cheese in them. Mm-hmm. In addition to risotto, and then you bread them and you drop them it's in like oil. It's like deep fried balls of risotto. Is essentially yes. what it yes. is. Like. Um, <laughs> I fell in love with them on our trip to Napa. I oh. ordered them at mm-hmm. one of the restaurants we went to. It was actually just an appetizer, but it mm. sounded so good. <laughs> it had like a spicy pesto sauce with it. Ooh, yeah. It sounded so good. I was like, "This is what I want to eat." Yeah, I'll just get a salad or something. I, that I'm again. I am totally good it with appetizers for so meals. So <laughs> good. Yeah. And it was plenty, honestly, yeah. and it was so good that I was like, I have to learn how to make this myself. I've done it twice. I'm if... really happy with how the arancini, even my kids tried Ooh. it. So I can't complain about that. Our kids love rice. I wonder if they would eat that. I've never Probably. even thought about it, but they all eat. Like, even the rice, like, that has some things in it or, yeah, you know, sure. mixed with... Um, some sort of flavoring. So I bet you that might not be a bad idea. Well, and I will say, if you're feeling a little lazy, Mm -hmm. my cousin that owns the deli in Palos Hills, he has arancini. Oh, so so you can can just buy it there. Since that's where we buy all our cheese anyway. There you go. And they have guanciale, by the way, if you ever... Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to make another trip there soon. I just just refilled our cheese stash. Yeah, right. My brother and I have started going there for lunches on occasion mm. because they have like sandwiches Good, early they, sandwiches yeah and yeah. they're amazing they mm. make them on like garlic bread they're crazy that I just, is like, one thing that i actually really like to make and everyone eats is my garlic yes bread. <laughs> you are the inspiration for me liking to make garlic yes. bread because i had yours last time we got together yeah. in michigan with the mm-hmm. kids and i was like i have to i have to make this and yeah. you gave me your recipe and of course like any good chef, yeah, you're I make just, a couple yeah. tweaks. I put some of my totally. Joe Frangella in there because my father's yep. garlic bread recipe is very different, but added sure. those add elements. a little bit, put a little paprika yeah. in it to give it some color. Mm-hmm. Um, but follow a very similar recipe yeah. and love, right? Kids love the garlic I love, bread. We I all love, love the garlic bread. So yeah, that's one thing that definitely. One th- other thing that I love to make before we try our not love, but I enjoy making, and I think I'm getting better at it. Before we try our next very different beer is carrot cake so i completely made up my own recipe for it okay i took variety pieces of like three different recipes and was like that sounds good that sounds good and i've made it a handful of times and the last time i made it was very very good that's awesome um and it is truly like my own recipe like it's not kind of what i did with the garlic bread yeah because i took your recipe and then i follow a chef online named joshua weissman Mm -hmm. and he has really great videos and he made a video for garlic bread three ways that's what he called it okay and the first one is like really basic like 
you know, like a Vienna bread that you just rub sure. garlic on yep. and some salt. You mm-hmm. know, it's like the easy old yeah, the school basic. method. Yep. And then the middle one is very similar to yours. Mm-hmm. And then he makes what he calls a fancy garlic Ooh. bread that yeah. he takes prosciutto and he fries it in a pan oh. until it's crispy and then chops it up in little pieces and then sprinkles it on top. Well, that you can't go it. wrong with adding it's that to literally crazy. anything. I so. feel like because <laughs> you can take the middle recipe, the one that's mm-hmm. close to yeah. yours, and put prosciutto on top, and I will be very happy with it. Yeah, but it was a very good. That, so I that sounds fantastic. I've adapted right. yours with his, with like I said, a, a little, little bit, bit of what of my father yeah, I love it. used to do, and turn my. You that's know, the way. My own. There's <laughs> a lot of like even the buffalo chicken dip I made this weekend. I took a piece of my mom's, a piece of something sure. else's, and then added a couple things that I was like, this would be really good in here. And, and it was that's great. How you it was like great. adapt <laughs> as you like to cook things. That's how you figure out, you know, your own spin on stuff, yeah. which I am all for. So, yeah. All right. Let's drink this last random beer. Patches Treat. Sour ale crazy. with sour gummy candy. So this definitely is supposed to taste like Sour Patch Kids because, I mean, what else you know, would it taste I would like? like to point out that I was listening to our last episode and I noticed that we actually mentioned mm-hmm. what a bad idea it would be. <laughs> To eat Sour Patch Kids while drinking beer. Well, Unless it was what? like an IPA or something. Yeah. This is a sour... I mean, it's it's a Sour Patch Kids beer is yeah. what it is. So it's Prairie Artisan Ales. It's made or bottled in actually Oklahoma. Um, I didn't know that Krebs Brewing bought Prairie Artisan Ales back in 2016 until I was like, who's Krebs Brewing? Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, so they make it in Oklahoma, but it's sold as a prairie artisan ales beer but we're gonna drink some sour patch kids uh beer and see how this goes let's do it let's try the beer i can't wait yeah it smells like sour patch kids though did you smell it Mm -hmm. like it smells like sour patch kids oh my god that tastes like sour patch how much of this did you buy a four pack can i have a can of it yes totally (laughs) for sure (laughs) i love it i this love sour patch kids. it's my favorite candy by the way is it sour well, look at this, is this my was, favorite i didn't candy. even know look how perfect no when this you is. suggested it i'm gonna tell you this i would have offered it but it's not the same thing at work my brother is addicted to the watermelon <gasps> i love those do you really They're my favorite yes. oh my god we have five <gasps> pound bags oh my of them god okay well work, grab me a little like, ziploc baggie yes. of them Yes, I love that. And I that. literally was like, I should just take one of these and then we'll eat that. But then I was like, but that's not but Sour Patch. But it's not patch. the Sour Patch Kit. But I yes. will definitely bring you I some. Will, I will be happy to do I that. I will definitely. I will trade you beer for watermelon <laughs> I was going to say, let's make that trade happen, I love happen, it. I'm we? in for this. Let's this try a Sour tastes patch exactly like Sour Patch Kit. Mm. Oh my God, I love Sour Patch kids so much. This is so amazing that these last two beers though, taste exactly like what... They're supposed to taste like. How did the third beer even raise my expectations even higher and still meet them? This tastes like Sour Patch Kids. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And like, yes, you're right. We were like, no, you can't eat Sour Patch Kids with beer. This you can. can. Like, this is what what? you're supposed to. We figured it out. It's perfect. You can do it. Oh my gosh. The beer literally tastes like you would 100% be like, without telling you, this tastes like Sour Patch Kids. Yes, everyone would say that. There mm-hmm. is no mistaking this beer flavor. No, it is dead I on. I love it. And the combination 
of the sour candy and the sour beer is not too much sour, by the way. Like, no. it's like the perfect amount of combination. I love it. That was awesome. I love this. I am going to drink <laughs> the F out of this beer, you guys. Love it. Ugh. This is such a good combination. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for our beer and food pairing that episode. That was so much fun. That was really good. And what a nice, like, what a nice spin on it for us to be able to drink beers that taste like yes. different foods. I love it. This was that great. That was awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yep. Thanks right. for joining us, you guys. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.